welcome to season one of the official P&O Cruises podcast, Heart to Heart with me, Amy Hart. I am so excited to be hosting this podcast. Some of you may know that I used to be cabin crew and my favorite thing was meeting new people, learning about their lives, asking them questions. So hosting this is an absolute dream come true. Across the series, we'll be meeting some well-known faces and we'll definitely learn a lot more about them. So what are we waiting for? Let's go and meet them. Welcome to today's episode of Heart to Heart with me, Amy Hart. Today we have Take That Legend, Gary Barlow. I cannot wait to meet him, talk about musicals, talk about Take That and talk about everything in between. Let's see what he's got to say. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Gary. Um, I normally start with a quick fire round, but unfortunately, because it's you, I have two things. Yeah, um, let's not do anything normal. No. Let's one, change it all yeah. up. One is a question and one is like a little thing that I've always said, if I met you, I'd have to tell you. So the first question, um, it plays on my mind a lot. Um, it's a big part of my life every time I go on my Spotify. And that is, when is Finding Neverland coming to the West End? What a brilliant opening to an interview. Because that is one of my favourite musicals of all time. Is it really? I saw it on Broadway. I cried a little bit from 10 minutes in till 10 minutes before the end and then open mouth ugly cried for the last 10 minutes and it makes it onto my Spotify top 100 every year. You've made my day saying that you really have because honestly it I it's five years of my life yeah. writing that writing that musical and um, it was a, a lot of blood sweat and tears yes. but it was worth it because I mean I'd never experienced that before to sit and watch actors and actresses do your yeah. work on stage and watch an audience yeah. be emotional to it. It was absolutely wonderful. So in answer to your question, summer 2025. <gasps> Can I have a press night ticket, please? That Thank is you. actually a full exclusive, that oh. is. I'm not going to tell you where okay. or even when, yes. but summer 2025. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to bring it back into my life. And my story is, I've got to tell you about how you've changed my life and changed my outlook on life. Oh, my goodness. So about 10 years ago, my friend was getting married, and she said to me, I need you to help me with the DJ. I've got a very set song. I've got my first song. Then I want Footloose as the second song. And the last song has got to be Never Forget. And I was like, why is that? And she was like, well, I've spent my whole life planning my dream wedding. But after that song is finished... It's all somebody else's dream. And now everything I do in my life, I always think I'm so lucky to be like living this now. And someday this, like even like having a baby, like having young kids, someday that I won't have young kids anymore, but someone else will and it'll be someone else's dream. So that is how I like live in the moment and I just really enjoy every bit of my life. Cause I'm like one day, this is like, you know, there'll be new people coming out of reality shows, there'll be new people doing podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, do you know what? Uh, honestly, I can't tell you. You know, we we write songs yeah. and sit in dark rooms, and yeah. we wonder if anyone ever really listens. Yeah. Or you know, there's yeah. always that thing. And when I hear something like that, as a songwriter, it it really does mean a lot to yeah. me because you always want your work to yeah. affect other people's lives and and ultimately make people's lives better. Yeah, is what we're really hoping yeah. for. And to hear that message is yeah. so gorgeous. So thank you. And after I've had a few wines, I always have a little cry to it at a disco um, on the dance floor. Because <laughs> I'm like, one day, this will be someone else's dream. Yeah, yeah, at, um, yeah. At But Barioke. just keep holding on. Yeah, just keep holding on. Yeah. Exactly. So going back to your childhood, mm -hmm. like where did your talent come from? Like how did you like learn? 
that you could do what you can do. You know what? It's really it's really odd because there's nobody else musical in our family. We we did once trace it actually. We traced the the line to the next door neighbor's husband played the piano. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of my mother. And that was the closest thing we yeah. could find. No one else is remotely musical. Um and I sort of my ear started sort of tuning into music at sort of like age nine. And I started, mm. we had like a tiny keyboard at home, but never really very serious. And then I got a keyboard for my 10th Christmas. Mm-hmm. And once that arrived, I, by ear, by sort of Christmas night, yeah, I was playing any Christmas carol that I knew that was in my head. Oh, wow. And I think my mum and dad sort of thought, okay, there's some natural talent yeah. here. Let's encourage it. Not in a forceful way, Mm -hmm. a pushy way, but they went like a few weeks later and they got me like a bigger version of this keyboard. And and, and pretty much from that day on, there's not been a day in my life where I've not played or listened or enjoyed music. Yeah. And it's been lovely. It really, it's given me a good life music, really Mm -hmm. has. It never feels like work, ever. I always look forward to getting to the studio or going to a gig or there's never a dull moment there really isn't even the bad days are actually good because you're problem solving something we were talking last year before I had my little boy about different hobbies and um, Andy Collins was on the cruise with us and he said to me Amy whatever child you have you need to get them piano lessons because if you can play the piano you can always pay your rent Funny, my dad always said, because he used to invite the neighbours round yeah. and I was sat in the in my bedroom, yeah. 11, playing the yeah. keyboard. He'd bring the neighbours round and one day I'd finish a song, da-da-da-da-da, yeah. and they all stood off, up off the bed yeah. clapping. Yeah. And my dad said once they left, if you can do that, you'll always make a living. And it's true, isn't it? Exactly. Um, you said before your inspirations were like 1970s, 1980s um, music. Yeah. Who are your favourites? Who are your heroes? More the 80s for me. Um, if ever I play Popmaster, the 70s, are, are, actually 60s are better for me, yeah. even 50s. However, 80s, that's my teenage yeah. years. I love 80s music. I mean, Duran Duran were the big sort of, they were, I had posters of them on yeah. my, my wall. I loved Duran Duran. Um, but then later came George Michael and, you know, the end of the 80s. Rick Astley, and yeah. I love all that music, really do. ABC, anything that Trevor Horn did in yeah. that time, like um, Grace Jones, mm. Frankie Goes to Hollywood, really, always, always, my ears always gone to synthesizers. Yes. So anything with any mm. remote bit of synth in there, I love it. You've obviously met a lot of them throughout your career. Have yeah. you ever been starstruck by anyone? You know what? I have met pretty much most of my heroes yeah. in music. And and it is I do get a little bit starstruck. I actually get more starstruck with footballers. Yeah, I absolutely love meeting footballers. Um, probably because my kids, their faces yeah. light up when they see footballers. So I feel possibly what some people feel when they meet me yeah. with their kids. I feel that with mine yeah. when we meet footballers. And I always find like obviously. I meet sort of people and I always think like everyone's nice to me, but people that take the time to be really nice to like my nan and my dad, my brother and stuff, they're yeah. like my favourite people. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it's like when you meet footballers? Like if they're so nice to your kids, you're yeah. like, you're a good person. Well, you know what? The Actually, I must say most of the footballers we've met, that's the one thing I've always noticed is that they must, I mean, no one 
I don't think anyone becomes a sportsman and learns these things. I think someone must teach them at yeah. some point to to really be nice to kids because kids idolise yeah. sportsmen. And and I do notice that, that they say hello to me, but they really make a yeah. fuss of the kids. And I think, oh, they've been really well-trained because yeah. they must understand how these kids just dream about yeah. what Making they them. do. And, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, I'm always impressed by yeah. that. It's nice. And you've had a very long and varied career. What's your secret to longevity? I'd have to say I really love what I do. Mm. I do. I, I I mean I'm useless at anything else. I'm I'm lucky to be sort of semi good at music that I've been able to make a career yeah. out of it. And for some reason we're still here a being able to do it. And you know, obviously the reason we are able to still go on tour is because we've had this amazing audience yeah. that, that, you know, they followed us in the 90s and they've never left us. Yeah. They've only brought new people to us. And um, we just can't ever stop thanking them, really, because yeah. they're, they're just, they're actually the best audience as well. I actually think other bands are quite jealous of us because yeah. we have the best. Our audience arrive on a Monday night, wherever yeah. we are. doesn't need to be Saturday. Yeah. Monday, Tuesday night, and it's like it's a it, it's a yeah. hen night. It's just everyone goes mad. It is just waterfall bangers, though. Like, like the playlist of all your songs is just like a no skip playlist. I remember I came to see a different um a different stage. Oh, did you? And on the way home in the car, I just put like take that playlist, and oh. I was like, oh my god, this is just I just love it. Oh, thank you. But you've had thirteen number one singles. Does that bring pressure when you're writing new music? I've always felt the pressure of yeah. new music. I think I think it's um, it. I try not to, <laughs> I try not to think about it too much because I think the. I, I remember when I was in the band in the nineties. Yeah. One of the um, one one of I think one of the really special things was that because I'd written since I was like fifteen. Yeah. That, I mean, I was probably about twenty-two at the time. That we'd come home from like a six-month trip in Asia. Yeah. And we'd arrive home and I'd get a phone call off the record label saying, we need the album by next Friday. So what that did was it gave me no time to think about what I was doing. Yeah. No time for any fear yeah. or any build-up or, yeah. or any anxiety to, oh, I've got to start making the album yeah. next week. I had to start there and then. I put yeah. the phone down. So what then I relied on was my natural instincts of the things I'd learnt over yeah. the years, the skills that I'd picked up, the amount of time. And see, this is the other thing. By the time I joined the group, I mean, I did my first gig at 11. So I'm going to say I joined the group at 19. I'd probably done thousands of gigs. Yeah. So by that point, I'm not considering how am I going to sound when I'm performing in front of a live audience. I knew I was going to sound. I'd done it so much. So when they ask for that album to be finished, I'm literally just reacting to it because I know how to write songs yeah. by this point. I know how to sing on them. I know what I yeah. want to sound like. And so that for me is kind of like the reason I I jump out of yeah. bed every morning because I really do know what I'm yeah. doing. I know how I want to sound. I know what I like. Yeah. I've learnt my tastes. Mm. This is probably the longest answer in no. history, but I'm just filling in yeah, some no, gaps yeah. there. And what's your favourite song you've ever written? Favourite? Um, see, some songs happen really quick. Yeah. Like 15 minutes, yeah. finished, done. I've had other songs that have taken 10 years. And, um, and, it, and I don't listen to them like 
oh, that took 10 years, or yeah. that took 20. I just listen to them as songs yeah. now. Um, so I actually think one of the songs that took the longest, yeah. which I'm most proud of when I sing, is actually Open Road. Okay. I love singing yeah. that song. It's lively. Yeah. And it's, it's very much, a lot of my songs, when, when you say a title, I can remember the time and the place. Yeah. Where, so it's like a, your songs end up like a diary of your yeah. life. And it was a really nice period that was for sort of, I was writing a lot, was yeah. making a lot of music, sort of mid 90s. Um, but I actually started that song in like 1986 or something and then changed yeah. it and tweaked it. So some happened quick, some happened yeah. over time. Because at a different stage, the songs were all in order, weren't they? Yes. Because that's what I liked, sort of like learning yeah. sort of how you wrote them throughout your life. Yeah. But do you ever get writer's block? I don't get that, you know. I don't get that. And and I think the reason I don't get it is because I don't... My job isn't just a songwriter. Like, I'll come off and do this. Yeah. And I'll meet yeah. you. And I'll yeah. be inspired by meeting you and some of yeah. the things you've said. And then I'll go on tour next yeah. year. And so by the time I've done other things, I'm now desperate to get yeah. What's in here out? Yeah. So I never, I never have that thing of oh, here we go, another day, another song. I don't yeah. have that. You obviously collabed with some amazing people. If there was one standout, who would it be? Always Elton John. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I mean, he was on in our house when I was growing up. Yeah. It was the Beatles, Elton John, Billy Joel, Abba. Yeah. So you can see why I ended up writing pop music. Yeah. It was all <laughs> pop music in our house. Um, and I have to say, out of all the people I've met, some terrific people, I just always felt like Elton was yeah. the most genuine of 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 everybody. Um, he's, I think he's, you know, possibly still the same guy he yeah. was when he was twenty, writing your yeah. song. He's never really changed. He's he's very real and very and honest yeah. as well. You can have, you know, really, because again, he's mad on music. Yeah. He loves music. He lives for it. And, um, you know, he... And I've seen him over the years also really, really help people. Yeah. Really help people. I read his autobiography and I literally read it in about two days. Yeah. And one of the best... I love the story about with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame where they just get in and out of the car. Like, we're going... Yeah. No, actually, no, we're not going. Oh, no, we are going to go. No, we're not going to go. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if you could collab with anyone, dead or alive, who would you want to collab with? You know, the, one of the people I always sort of look back on with fascination mm. is like Frank Sinatra and Elvis period. Because yeah. they were like the first pop stars. Yeah. Um, Sinatra, you know, I mean, a led, I actually saw him live once. Yeah. Like early, like 91 or something, I saw at the Albert Hall. And he was kind of old then. Um, and his voice wasn't quite what it used yeah. to be, but... It was still Frank Sinatra yeah. on stage, um, so I'm gonna go. I'll, I'll go for Frank. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, going back on tour. Do you have any like pre-show rituals? A warm up. Yeah. We're very. Um, we usually warm up together. Actually, yeah. if we're in. Um, what what we have is when we're backstage, we'll actually have our own dressing rooms. Yeah. So if our kids come or whatever, yeah. we're not disturbing each other. But we also have a communal room. Yeah. We have dinner together at about five o'clock, talk through yeah. anything that happened the night before or whatever. And then we'll meet back in the communal room about an hour before we go on. Yeah. And no one's allowed in there, no guests, nobody. Yeah. It's our, our hour to warm up our vocals, yeah. to do our hair or whatever yeah. we're doing, get our clothes on. Um, so our ritual's sort of warming yeah. up together. Spending, having that clear hour of no, yeah. no one interfering yeah. or 
you know, coming in with messages or anything. That's so nice because you've obviously been on this journey together from like starting out yeah. and like going stratospheric, obviously. Do you have things that you wind each other up about? Like, because obviously you've oh, been friends for so long. We constantly wind each yeah. other up. Yeah. Oh, we really take the piss out of each other. Yeah. yeah. There's no hiding place. Because I've known those guys yeah. longer than I've known my wife. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. And also the thing is with us, it's like one look and you know what they're thinking. Yeah. It's that thing, you know. Yeah. Um, but no, we're always, um, we always take the mickey out of Howard because he's the body of the band. Yeah. So we wind him up a yeah. lot. If he's eating something naughty, we'll yeah. go up. He won't be the body for long. <laughs> Love so that. there's a, there's a there's a long list. Do you still have those moments, the three of you, like you've been going, like you say, you've known them for longer than you've known your wife, when you're on stage at Wembley or the O2 and you're just there together and you like just look out and you're like, wow, like we, we've done this. I think we do it a hell of a lot yeah. these days. I, I, it, I don't know whether it's the passage of time. I mean, we've been at it quite a while yeah. now. And I think especially now, this recent album yeah i don't know there's always something like is this is this where it starts to go down there's that thought always yeah. i think it's just natural as as humans yeah. we're always like doubting ourselves um and when it doesn't and when it goes yeah. great or you have a great night i think we're really we really appreciate yeah. At this point where we're at, still being able to do this, it's so brilliant. Yeah. I just think, like, my mum and my auntie, um, they, they're, like, 53 and 54. Um, they, like, loved you when they were younger. They still love you now. When you... That first time you all got back together, I just remember, like, the absolute buzz in our oh. family. Like, oh, my God. And my mum always us, takes... Yeah, my auntie, like, to your gigs for, like, her Christmas present and stuff. Because it's... Cause her birthday's in January. So she's like, right, take that ticket, perfect. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a rider that you have all the time or do you change yours up? Yeah, we change it a bit. It's usually quite healthy. Yeah. It's not like the 90s ones. It yeah. used to be like Snickers and yeah. I think they were called marathons then yeah. actually. Um, but now it's we're, we're quite healthy when we're on tour. Yeah. Because what, what you, you know, the one without sounding, it, we have lots of fun on yeah. tour. We really do. But there is a serious side to touring yeah. in the fact that People have bought tickets. Yeah. yeah I don't want to be going on there having caught a cold or yeah. got it. So you're constantly trying to fuel your yeah. your body with stuff that's going to keep you healthy. Yeah. And you also, you you're, don't... You're, you're like athletes, basically, well, aren't you? you we, we have the mentality of yeah. athletes because I, I want to be, you know, I want to be my best yeah. for everybody. If, I, if I'm playing yeah. somewhere, I don't want them to see 50% version of no. me. I want to see the, the best version. Yeah where I'm feeling great and mm. and so food's a big part of it yeah. you know not we, the other thing is we eat 3 hours before the show yeah. cuz you don't want to be no. you don't want that feeling of feeling heavy before yeah. you go on so it's 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 the, there is a serious side yeah. to it there's getting to bed early it's yeah. all that stuff um we do have fun as well by yeah. the way but we we definitely yeah. take it serious i mean it's slightly different but i used to be cabin crew and we used to do um, St. Lucia. Which airline? Was, um, British Airways. Nice. Um, and we used to do St. Lucia, which was all inclusive. And so we'd be in the buffet. We'd be like, <laughs> we're on holiday. And then you'd be like, but I'm not. And I'm going home. And now it's the weekend. I'm going to go out then as well. And then I'm back here next week and the week after and the week after. So wow. it's actually not on holiday. Wow. So probably need to go to the salad bar rather than the burger bar all the time. That, that job doesn't look fun to me because because I know the travel's brilliant but yeah. I think that would last about three months for me and that I'd have had enough see I did nine years did I you? loved it 
Like wow. it was just, I love meeting people. Yeah. I love interviewing people. I love yeah. being nosy. Like literally, yeah. um, I used to, shockingly, I used to always try and work in first. I only had seven people to talk to. Sure. And I was yeah. in charge of the whole plane. I'd say to people, if I work in first, you get your breaks a lot earlier because I only got seven people to talk yeah. to yeah. rather than 24 in business. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just I just loved it. Yeah, it's a definitely a certain type of person. And I was is. like Cilla Black, surprise, surprise. I like, literally used to <laughs> like, try and do nice things for people all the time. And then I used to get loads of golden tickets. They used to be like, do you ask for them? I'd be like, no. But I also can't tell you how I got them because it's not really like by the book. Because yeah. I used to like, be like yeah. do you like that wine? Do you want a bottle to take off with you? Yeah, all right, there you go. You know, it's funny i actually hate flying do really. you yeah i don't enjoy it and so i want it over and done yeah. with as quickly as possible i'm a bit of a weirdo i like to play if i'm going away now i plan out my flight so yeah. i was going to go to sydney um and i was like okay so on this leg i'll make the most of the bar and yeah. i'll make the most of the seat and like and then on this leg i'll take a sleeping tablet do you plan your flights I out i do like an itinerary for yeah. myself i even take food with me and yeah. everything I, i'm really yeah i'm very detailed with travel because when travel gets disrupted, that does my head in. Mm -hmm. So I really want to know when I'm landing, what I'm doing from, you know, yeah. picked up, where I'm going to eat. I've yeah. got it all mapped out. Oh my God, and you're like me. Do you like to look at a menu before you go to a restaurant? I do that every time. Same, yeah. I have to. And like, if people are like, oh, we'll just find somewhere. I'm like, no, no, we need to find stuff so that I can look at the menu yeah. and plan what I'm having. But the other thing is I, I find the, 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 especially if you're with people, yeah. I don't want to be reading. I want to be talking. Yeah. Knowing, and then you have to panic order, and you have to yeah. go last because you get food envy. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm if I'm deciding to do two things, I have to wait till the end and like count up, just because like I'll get jealous. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But about traveling, like, where's the best place you've been? Quite like it here. Do you? I love I love living in London as well. I live mm. in London. You know, it's I love London. London's the best. I really think it it's right up there. Yeah, and I love New York as well. I'm kind of a city. Yeah. I mean, I love the country. I, we tour, when we tour, we often stay in like country houses yeah. and then we always say, wow, this is just, but it's not for me. It's not a life for me. I yeah. love a city, love Berlin, mm. love Barcelona, love Paris, yeah. love Sydney. I just love, love New Tokyo, York. Tokyo, love yeah. New York. As soon as I get into New, New York, York's that great. smell, I see six shows in four days, yeah. <laughs> including Find Neverland, my fave. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your bucket list place that you haven't been that you'd love to go to? Galapagos Islands, mm. yeah, and I'm gonna do it. I think in the next couple of years. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a trek. To, do, do you know anything about how you you'd um, get there? Or no. Yeah, I think you've got to basically fly to. Um, I think it's Lima or Chile. There's one of those. Oh, so yes, you fly to yeah. mainland, but then you've got to sail. I hate sailing. So, so I mean, I don't mind being on a cruise. That's <laughs> a different thing. But yeah. like a sailboat yes. is is a whole different version of the sea yeah. that is so when we used um, to go to the Maldives to work 45 minute water taxi yeah in your sweaty well, uniform no but this is more like flight. I think this is a couple of days <laughs> oh oh yeah it is mm. it's quite if you look at a map it's quite far off the mm. coast I did Tortuguero in um, Costa Rica which is like a little tur it's like turtle island yeah and because um, we'd booked a hostel, we got like a water taxi, like a really high speed water taxi. And then coming home, you didn't get that, obviously. So we got on the public ferry. It was six hours. Six hours? Oh, God. I didn't know that when I got on it. And there was no signals. Oh, I couldn't listen goodness. to anything. It was yeah, literally. Yeah, that's hardcore. Well, like, with Galapagos as well, you can't stay on any of the islands. So you're on a boat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's all to do with mm. the ecology of the islands. Yeah. So, but it's, it looks amazing. Never been, would love to go. Yeah. Do you have any travel traditions when you go on holiday? Is there like certain things that you always do? Like, 
with your family or we were big holidayers before we had kids yeah and then we um we gave in and did the family holiday but we're kind of back to like grown-up holidays yeah. again now and they're really good um no kids at the pool stuff i love yeah. all that um so um yeah we we yeah, we'd, we'd like the Maldives. We've yeah. been there a few times. I love Europe as well. I love Italy. Yeah. The coast of Italy, I think, is absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it's funny. We I've done a lot of long-haul travel over yeah. the years and I've almost sort of come back to our sort of neck of the woods around yeah. here. I think the Mediterranean is incredible. If you think mm. from Spain all the way to, like, Greece or yeah. something, I mean, there's... Think of the holidays you could yeah. have in that region of the world. It's brilliant. Yeah. I love saying my parents got a place there, so it's like home away from home for us. Where? Um, in La Cala by Marbella. Oh, wow. Um, so we're well, getting we married the out there. we there next year. Oh, you're Marbella. doing Marbella? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're getting married there in September. Um, Are you? Yeah, so we just, I let you get there and I just go. I think we're there in July. Oh, I'll be there. I'll be there. I've got a place there. So I'll that be there. Oh, was really disappointing. No, 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 no. And I'll take. I'll take you down. Legends. Uh, it's a trip. What's legends? They actually have a take that tribute. Oh god. Um, but the the lead singer is I don't also. Don't know if I'll be coming to no, legends. No, just... is also in um, the Jersey Boys, and he's also oh. Michael Bublé. One man, many jackets. Wow. Um, yeah. That's a lot of voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what current projects are you working on at the moment? So we've just finished a uh, take that album. It's our ninth yeah. studio album. And it's been wonderful. And we are actually just working at the moment on doing like a like a tour deluxe edition yeah. for sort of April next year. We hit the road in April next year. Mm-hmm. And I think we play all the way through to the end of November. So it's a long okay. tour. Is it hard being away from your family? Like when you're eight? Obviously now with Face, I'm sure it was probably harder before, before like FaceTime and... Yeah, I mean, our daughter lives in, in Sydney. And, oh, wow. And, and I don't know if we'd have been able to cope with that if we didn't have FaceTime, it yeah. does definitely make the gap yeah. feel not as as far apart. Um, we're kind of used to it. Yeah. You know, there the, the come, definitely comes a point where it's like, oh, I'm ready to go home now. Yeah. But, but you know, I've, so it, I've always done this. So yeah. we're, the kids are always used to me being somewhere. And nowadays, the great thing is they can just jump on a plane and come and see yeah. me whenever they want. Yeah. You know? My cousin, um, she moved from, we live in like Worthing. She moved from Worthing to Kent. And my grandparents were really upset about right. it. And my auntie kept saying, at least it's not Australia. At least she now currently lives on the Gold Coast in Australia. Oh, <laughs> so she... when she has to go around and break that news to my nan and granddad. Like, oh, yeah, wow. It's, fun, it's a long it? way away. Yeah. It really is. So you've worked with Piano Cruises for a number of years now. Can you yep. explain what your role is? You know what? When we first took a lunch together, I, I met two of the, the guys who run the business yeah. I wasn't really sure what I could bring to it yeah. what you know they they were talking about have input into uh, mu- music yeah. theater. I was thinking oh, I don't know what this is going to be after the meeting I was it was just so inspiring the ambition of the company yeah. that's the one thing I always take away from anything we do with P&O Cruises is that the, like the youth ambition is it's it's like it, it's infectious yeah. it, it it makes you want to be better all yeah. the time and you realize that it's it's similar to what i was talking about early they want their customers to go away yeah. and come back the year yeah. after straight away and I, I think they do because they couldn't do any more for them on board yeah. i mean the diversity of what these 
Cruz's offer yeah. is it's unbelievable. And we we just say, food yeah. or entertainment, it's it's brilliant. And everything is less than a five minute walk home. Yeah. Like, that's literally what I love. Yeah. You can literally go anywhere you want, everything's less than five minute walk back to your cabin. Yeah, yeah. And do you know what? Whenever um we cruise, mm. we, we often do um Caribbean stuff. Yeah. Um and whenever we cruise and everyone gets off, we always say, oh, should we stay on? Yes, we did that. Or we get off for five minutes and go, oh, should we go home? Apparently, to stay on. yeah, apparently that makes us very seasoned cruisers. Is that right? That's true, because I did that. So we planned one day to stay on board and like use the facilities like when everyone else had got off. My friend said, oh, that means you're a proper cruiser now. If you right. stay on when everyone else gets off. Yeah, yeah. But I know I've spoken to like, I have a lot of friends and family that cruise um, with P&O Cruises. And when you're on board... It like the cruises are amazing anyway, but it just brings like the excitement from people. Yeah. And I'm on a lot of like the Facebook groups. I love the Facebook group. Yeah. Um, and just like, does anyone know in Gary Barlow? And like, we're on the cruise now. Gary Barlow's on. And obviously, there's, like they do the ballot, don't they, to be able to come and see you. And I think it just elevates it. But also, you've got Greatest Days as well. I saw Greatest Days a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, my little boy's second. He's only nine months old. He's seen Greatest Days twice. Once oh when he was goodness. eight weeks. Once when he was eight months. He loves it. Um, what's it like to have the proper like production show? It's lovely. Uh, I mean, obviously for me, any anything, even though when I first met Prino, because I mm. didn't feel like I could bring much. Yeah. Actually, we've had some great fun designing the bar, the yeah. 710, um, you know, putting playlists together for the shows yeah. I do. It's just wonderful. And he, even like the shoots and stuff we do, yeah. it's like, it's so professional yeah. the way it's done. It's 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 never like oh here's just a few snaps. It's like oh I'm really proud of these pictures. Yeah. It's it's like everything that's done it's done properly. Yeah. I didn't um, get to go to the Seven Ten Club. Oh, you didn't, baby. You should be ashamed I of know. yourself. I know because he can't come in there, can he? The couple that were on the trip with us, they went and did a um, like a bar crawl around the ship, and they <laughs> they post on the videos the Seven Ten Club as I'm sat rocking the baby in the cabin trying to get him to sleep. It's fun. Very jealous because it's small. Yeah. You know we specifically pick the music for that setting and it's mostly you know sometimes it's background music yeah. but it's quite often music where you can sit and listen yeah. and you know the audience don't say anything for, yeah. for an hour while the band's on or something um so it's it's anything goes yeah um but um yeah we 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 want it to be small however people do go away slightly disappointed that they can't get in Yes. Um, but, um, you know, we we try and do this system now where you can book yeah. and get in there. So it's great fun. They should be more like us, booking their stuff two weeks before See? they go. See, See, if they think ahead. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone was saying to me, do you need to book everything before? I was like, well, isn't that part of like getting excited for your holiday? There's <laughs> a saying, prepare... <laughs> Don't Fail to prepare. That's it. Prepare to That's fail. It. I knew it was in there somewhere. So obviously you've done your musicals, you've got the band, you've got your songwriting, you did your one-man show, you've done a TV judge. Have you got a dream project that you haven't done that you'd love to do? Do you know what? Just doing this is so brilliant. Yeah. So it's just more of what we've already done. I, I, I've, yeah, I've, I used to be someone who used to write down ambitions. Yeah. And think, I don't, I haven't done that for 20 years yeah. I just enjoy the roles I get and like I say doing things that are different like yeah. being an ambassador a, you know yeah. ambassador for P it, things like that I go okay that's something different yeah. that's interesting let's try that um, but in general if I could spend the rest of my life performing and yeah. writing songs I'd be very happy amazing so we have a little segment on the podcast called the penny drop moment okay. and it's that one moment on a piano cruises holiday where you're like 
right, this is why I love cruising. It's that moment. So ours was top deck, silent disco, out in the middle of the Caribbean Sea. I was like, yeah, no, this is really cool. I love this. What What would be yours? You know what? We had a we we always have a little system. We love to eat early. Yeah. So it never feels like a nine o'clock dinner for us. It's usually like a seven o'clock yeah. dinner. So we'll do we'll do like drinks at five thirty. Yeah. Uh, we'll go and have our dinner. But then the order is comedy club, then 10 o'clock yeah. into the jazz club for yeah. midnight. And to me, that last hour yeah. of the day where the music's playing, you've had a brilliant night, yeah. your tie's slightly undone. Yeah. I just think, look at us on here. Yeah. It's just so brilliant. And now you've got a tiny walk to bed. No yeah. taxis, no. none of that rubbish. You just walk up the stairs yeah. and you, you, you collapse and ready for the next day. Exactly. Right, finally, we have the fantasy cruise, the dream holiday. So there is no bounds, there is no budget, there doesn't okay. have to even be real. Wow. Where are you going on your dream cruise? Madagascar. Madagascar. Yeah. Who are you taking with you? Uh, a book and my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Um, oh no, no, but go, go back. That's going to come back wife. on me. Yeah. That is, yeah. That's going to come right back in my direction. That is. A book, laptop, wife, children. I'm going to take. I'm going to take uh, the whole family yes. and their partners. <laughs> and their partners. Yeah. Let's get the table full. Uh, and my brother and his kids and their yep. partners. Yeah. I want it to be a full family yep. aff- affair. Now, your favourite restaurant have said they will fly in the oh, wow. kitchen team to cook for you. Which restaurant is it and what are they cooking? Am I thinking of just me here or am I thinking of the whole family? Well, everyone. I mean, but it's your holiday. It's your choice. They've, got, they've been invited on a free holiday. It's so true. Yeah. If you don't like it, there is a choice. Yes or no? Yeah, it's so true. Okay. Okay, I've got one. Right. I've got one. You're going to like this. Yes. There's a place. Next time you're in New York, you may yes. have been there. Okay. It's number one steakhouse in America right. for the last 20 years consecutively. Okay. And it's in a place called Williamsburg, which is just over yeah. the Williamsburg Burg. It's called Peter Luger. Okay. Now, if you've never heard of it, it's it's a wacky place. It's cash only. <laughs> and it's always full. doesn't yeah. matter which time of day. And the, the waiters are, the, are actually the rudest waiters I've ever known, ever. They literally throw it at you. It's just steak. Yeah. And, you know, um, like fries and yeah. stuff. Really simple. The best steak you've ever eaten in your whole okay. life. Unbelievable. Fly them in. Okay, they're coming in. And your favourite entertainer, dead or alive, can perform mm-hmm. um, in the Headliners Theatre. Yeah. And what are they going to open? Who is it and what are they going to open with? It's going to be Elton John and he's going to open with um, Daniel. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been amazing. Well, I'm sad it's over. I know. It was, it was really good fun. And Nicole Scherzinger sent her love as well <gasps> when I interviewed her. Oh, amazing. I told her all about a Toby Carvery. Well, hang on. Did... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. She always says, I'm ready for a cuppa. I said, you don't say it like that. No. Yeah. I Just told, I said to her, tea. if I don't have a roast on a Sunday, I have to have one on a Monday. Yeah. If you can get a roast on a Monday, I said, Nicole, it's called a Toby Carvery. <laughs> have you seen her in um, yes, her show? Have. Oh. oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm going to try and go again yeah. before the end of the run. It was so good. Yes. I mean, she is so good. She's so good. She's going to clean up at those awards. Absolutely. I agree. She is. Well, I she agree. has already. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Good. But thank oh, you bless so much. you.
Bless you. Look forward to the next one. Yes. Yeah. I love Gary Barlow and I'm so glad that I got to tell him that he's changed my life forever. What an amazing start to the series. I really hope you've enjoyed today and I hope you'll join me for the rest of the episodes because we have got some absolute top tier guests. Thank you so much for watching today's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a comment below and tell me what your favorite part was. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, the notification bell so you never miss anything. And of course, give it a like if you did. 